Welcome to episode seven of the Social Strategy Mum podcast. Welcome to the Social Strategy Mum podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Partridge, and this is our time to talk all things social media for mums in business. Let's grow your impact and your income whilst juggling the reality of mum life. Ready to get into it? Let's go. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Social Strategy Mum podcast. I'm Caroline Partridge, your host, and I'm super excited to be talking to you today. So this episode came about because I jumped in to our Facebook group, went live from the car and asked what people were struggling with in their social media the most right now. Now, we got a variety of answers, but the one thing that came up over and over and over again is how do I get good engagement? So, today's episode, I am going to give you some tips and ideas for what you need to be thinking about when it comes to engagement. The first thing that I just want to point out is that when it comes to Facebook and Instagram, They rank different types of engagement differently when it comes to their algorithm, okay? And a lot of the reason behind wanting the engagement is because the engagement can equal increased reach from both of those platforms. So what I wanted to just quickly talk about is the two different platforms and on those platforms, what counts as engagement and what is the best for engagement and sort of down the rungs of the ladder from there. So let's start over on Facebook. We've got the like or other emotions button. We've got commenting and then we've got sharing. They're our three main pieces of engagement. The share is the top rank, comment is underneath that, and then the like is underneath that, okay? So that's what we need to be thinking about when it comes to Facebook. When it comes to Instagram, people can like, people can comment, people can save, But there's also an extra little piece of the algorithm currently on Instagram, which is Instagram paying attention to how long people stay on your content. So this is when you have a long caption that they need to read. This is when you have multiple images or maybe a video. And so you're holding them on your content for a period of time. So when it comes to Instagram, the best engagement level, according to Instagram, is for people to save. Then it's for people to comment, then it's for people to like, and then below that is the amount of time that people spend on your content. So that is how Instagram rates your content in terms of engagement and how that then affects the algorithm, which affects the reach for subsequent posts. So let's talk about some ideas that you can be using for your content right now that will raise your engagement. The first thing that I need to say is if you're sitting there right now and you are one of the business owners like a few I've spoken to recently who are like, oh, memes, I'm so sick of memes, I don't like memes, I'm not doing memes, memes are awful, blah, blah, blah. Well, all I can really say to you is do your memes get good engagement? Get into your analytics and have a look. Because I generally find with most businesses that fun stuff, memes, GIFs, all of those kinds of things 
get really good engagement. And if you're serious about upping your engagement, then you need to be doing whatever it is that gets that engagement. You can't be snobby about it. You just need to be out there doing it. You can be doing it by creating your own branded ones, which is great, but you can also just as easily share things of other people's that will resonate with your audience. Now, let me just put one caveat on that. It's probably not the best business idea to share content from a direct competitor. Okay? Probably not the best idea. But you can most certainly be sharing content from businesses and accounts that relate in some way to your ideal customer. And this is when it's important to really have nailed down who your ideal customer is. So this can be services or products. They might sell services or products that are related to what you do. They might even be totally unrelated to what you do. But the important thing here is the relevance to your ideal customer. And of course, avoiding direct competitors because we don't want to be diluting our customer base uh, in, in that way on purpose all the time. So think about some fun stuff. Make some of your own. Share some of other people's that are relevant to your ideal customer. Think about what you are sharing that is shareable, okay? Because we want people to be sharing the stuff that is coming off of our page because when they share it across to somewhere else, they can see that it's come from us, okay? It also kicks off this Facebook algorithm and says, oh, this is interesting because people seem to be, you know, really enjoying this content and they're wanting to share this content with other people. When it comes down to it, the underlying value and mission for Facebook is to create communities. They have literally come out and said this themselves. It is to create communities. By sharing a piece of content, you are actually creating a community and you're expanding a community. Because the way that it's seen is that a piece of content has a particular audience or a community that have seen it. When someone shares that piece of content, that audience or community grows exponentially. So then if you share that piece of content, you grow that audience again. And then when someone shares that piece of content from your page to their page, that grows that audience again. Underlying that, you're building communities in the way that Facebook is looking for you to do. So this is why we want to have shareable content. And the same with your funny, meme content. It can be content that you've created of your own or it can be content that you've shared on from somewhere else. The other thing that you need to be thinking about when it comes to getting engagement is are you actually creating content that requires engagement? When it comes down to it, a sales post with a link to go and buy something doesn't really require somebody to comment on it unless they have a question or a concern or something like that or maybe they're your best friend and they're supporting what you're doing. Got to love those best friends. But the reality is if I'm looking at a post and it's a sales post and I'm going to click through, you know, to find out about buying a particular product or service, there's really no reason for me to comment underneath that. So I might click through and have a look at that information, but I won't like it maybe or comment on it and possibly won't share it. So as well as sending the person off platform with your sales posts, which is something that Facebook doesn't love particularly if it's not great content or if people are bouncing back quickly, you're actually creating content there that doesn't ask for engagement. Now, of course, we want to have sales content because we're in business. 
and we have to be making money in order to be making an impact and building our business. But if it's just sales, 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 not only are you going to have low engagement, mm -hmm. therefore you're going to end up having low reach. And that's kind of not really a recipe for a business that fits the mold of what Facebook or even Instagram is looking for. So you really need to think about the other content that you're creating. One thing that people get tripped up on though, and my biggest piece of advice when it comes to getting engagement, is that you need to tell people to engage with you. You need to actually ask them to engage. And there are lots of different ways to do this. And it doesn't just mean saying, click here to go on over to my sales page. Okay. This can be as simple as just asking a question. When you ask someone a question, they read the, you know, your um, copy and then you ask them a question at the bottom, a simple question, an easy to answer to question, a question that's relevant to them. Then the automatic response is to comment a reply to that question, which creates the engagement that we're looking for. But we actually need to give people that opportunity by putting those questions at the end and telling people what we want them to do. It is really, really easy to just give them that direct information of what you want them to do by saying, hey, if you've ever been in this same situation, comment down below and let me know. Hey, have you ever, you know, had experience with this particular product or service? I'd love to know, you know, your experience of it. Or, hey, this is not my best mum day ever. Please, you know, comment down below with a gift that is going to make me laugh because I literally am tearing my hair out. What we're doing is we're actually asking people to do something. We're asking people to engage. And I can tell you right now that when you ask people to engage, they are much, much more likely to engage. The other piece of the call to action puzzle is asking them to click through to a link or to go to your link in the bio. And that's a great call to action. But we just want one call to action on each piece of content. We want it to be something that is straightforward and easy because confused people don't take action. So think about having some form of call to action on everything that you post. It can be a simple question. It can be comment down below with blah, 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 right through to clicking on a link or heading to your bio. But think about that call to action when it comes to creating your content because we really do need to be asking people or telling people what we want them to do. The final thing that I want you to think about is that social proof is super powerful. The more people that have liked or commented or shared, the more people are going to like or comment or share, okay? Sometimes I've been known to refer to people as lemmings or sheep for another word, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way at all, but there is safety in doing something that other people have already done. So you will probably find that it's like an avalanche or a snowball heading downhill. You kick off that little bit of engagement and then there's a little bit more and 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 all of a sudden there's a whole lot of engagement and it's like an avalanche running downhill. Getting started is the hard bit and often this is where uh, it will take some time to get those first few comments that then might get more comments and more comments and more comments. One thing that I can say about that though is 
if people are commenting on your posts on Facebook or Instagram and you aren't replying, they will not keep commenting. Okay, this is your perfect opportunity to get into a conversation with them, to actually speak with them. So don't waste that opportunity by having people commenting on your posts, but you never come back. Because even if they're not specifically asking you a direct question that requires your response, thanking them for taking the time to comment or talking back to them and having a conversation with them about whatever the topic was, it gives them validation that it was worthwhile them commenting. It also gives the post another comment to trigger the Facebook algorithm and it allows you to get into conversations with your potential customers and clients. You need to make time for that sort of community management. It is important that people feel like you have an engaged, interactive, and honest social media presence. So if you haven't got some time uh, in your day, or if you haven't got somebody engaged in community management for you on your behalf, you really need to think about that. Because if you're going to bother spending time building engagement, you need to also be getting back in there and giving back to the people that are engaging so that they engage further, so that they're more likely to buy, and so that that level of engagement is higher in terms of the Facebook algorithm. So this is just a short and sweet episode, but I wanted to take the time to answer that number one question that people ask. Now, you might have listened to this expecting me to give you three specific post types that will get your engagement up. Well, I've kind of done that in a roundabout way because every business is different and every ideal customer is different. So I can't just tell you to go do bang, bang, bang. But what I can tell you to do is focus on some fun stuff, focus on some shareable stuff, make sure that you have a call to action and get into those analytics and make sure that you know what people are engaging with and create more of that content for your people. If you need help to do that, to get inside your analytics, click the link that comes along with this episode and grab my social media health check tool. This is your guide and a spreadsheet to go through and have a look at the analytics for Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and even your Google analytics right now to see how you are tracking for your business and to give you the opportunity to start seeing what's working, what's not working, making some changes, and then measuring if those changes are actually working for you. So click the link, head on over and grab that. All right, well, that is the end of this short and sweet episode. Thanks so much for listening in uh, and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Strategy Mum podcast. For more, make sure you hit subscribe and head to socialstrategymum.com. See you next week.